the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. And yes, I am he, and you are you, and here we are. And I'm not sure what that means, but today we're going to talk about focus and perception. See, I'm throwing you off a little bit, messing with your focus, because it's part of the show. You know, focus is an important thing in life. Matter of fact, in my leadership training, you can read about it at likeitmatters.net, we have six key words. These are foundational words. These are the foundation for all things great. Passion, vision, commitment, purpose, team. There's five of them. But the sixth word is focus. And I remember reading decades ago that I think it was Dr. Tillard at Stanford University took a 40-watt bulb and focused that and created the laser beam 10 times more powerful than the sun. And boy, our focus is absolutely critical. And today I'm going to share with you how our focus actually dictates our perception. It's incredible. The two are very closely related. And it's one thing to be focused, but it's another thing on the level of focus. I use the example of a magnifying glass. You know, when I was a kid in Vegas, we were white trash, very poor, the only white people in the projects. And uh, we were very, we were, we were, as uh, Herman Cain would say, po. Uh, That's different than poor. One's a mental state, one's a bank account. And so we were po, uh, not just in the bank account, but in the mind as well. And so we didn't have a lot of stuff. And so we would find little things that were pretty cheap uh, to, <laughs> to do. And we would take a magnifying glass uh, and we'd shine the sunlight through the magnifying glass. You've probably done this before. And remember when you shine the sunlight through the magnifying glass and it was, uh, you know, maybe two foot in diameter? Nothing would happen. But if you took that focus, that, that ray that's on the ground that's shining through the sunlight and continue to focus it finer and finer and finer until that, that ray was a fine line, then it would cause a fire. And I always ask people is when that ray on the ground through the magnifying glass or the, or the piece of glass, when it is two foot in diameter uh, and nothing happens, I say, is that focused energy? And people automatically say no. And I say, what? I go, is the sun bigger than this? And of course, yes. And then I ask the question again. I go, then is this focused energy? And still every once in a while they'll say no. And I have to ask it a few different times. Of course it's focused energy. It's just not focused enough. And we all have the ability to focus. And so what we focus on, I want you to know, dictates our perception of things. Matter of fact, the good Lord put the eyes in the front of our face. Why? Because we move in the direction we are looking. 
and we look in the direction we are moving. And I have a saying, it's, a, it's an HR 101, when you change your position, you change your perspective. In other words, if you change the location of your focus, you change what you perceive. It's like one of my favorite jokes. I've told it many times on this radio show, but uh, repetition is the mother of success. There was a couple that had two children. Uh, Parents were worried that the two boys, they're both boys, had developed extreme personalities. One was a total pessimist, the other a total optimist. And their parents wanted them to have some balance. They thought they were too much on the extreme, so their parents took them to a psychiatrist to see what they could do to help them. First, the psychiatrist treated the pessimist, right? And they wanted to brighten the pessimist outlook. So the psychiatrist was planning what to do, strategizing. And so what he did is he took him to a room piled to the ceiling with brand new toys. But instead of yelping with delight, the little boy burst into tears. What's the matter, psychiatrist asked, baffled. Don't you want to play with any toys? Yes, the little boy brawled, but but I'm sure if I do, I'll only break them, or, or if, I'm sure, if I do, I'm sure I'll get tired of them. I mean, he, it was just a negative outcome, no matter what, even though he was in a room full of toys. Stop whining. Next, the psychiatrist treated, yeah, I mean, next, the psychiatrist treated the optimist. Now, wanting to dampen, right, he wants to take the other approach, so now he wants to dampen the outlook of the optimist. And so the psychiatrist took him into a room piled to the ceiling with horse manure. But instead of wrinkling his nose in disgust and being put off, the little boy actually admitted just the yelp of delight uh, that the psychiatrist had been hoping to hear from his brother, the pessimist. Then he clambered to the top of the pile, dropped to his knees, and began gleefully digging out scoop after scoop of poop with his bare hands. What? What do you think you're doing? The psychiatrist asked. I mean, just as baffled by the optimist as he been by the pessimist. And the little boy's response was classic. With all this manure, there must be a pony in here sometimes. (laughs) And two two reasons I share that story. One, John and I were listening to a little bit of The Gipper before had uh, Ronald Reagan, so it kind of reminded me of that. But that shows you that our focus and our perception are very closely related, very closely related. And yesterday on the show when I was talking about miscommunicating, we talked about deletions, distortions, and generalizations. And I actually talked about uh, an article I'd found. And I went and re- pulled this article back up, did a little more research, because I want to expand on it. And the article was by Daniel J. Levitin. It was in Fast Company in 9-23, uh, 2015. And the article is titled, Why It's So Hard to Pay Attention, Explained by Science. And the book uh, that this gentleman wrote is from a book called The Organized Mind, Thinking Straight in the Age of Information Overload. And it starts off, and this was the clip that got me. It said, we've created a world with 300 exabytes of human-made information. And then it says, quote, try processing all that. Now, first of all, I'm going, what the heck is an exabyte, right? I, have you ever heard of the word exabyte? Never have. What? So, yeah, I know, exabyte. What the heck is that? I have no idea. But, you know, I knew it was a word. you know how? Because I typed it in my phone, and it didn't have that blurry thing. It didn't have the shade on it. It was actually a word. So I wanted to find what is an exabyte. I mean, if we have 300 exabytes, how big is an exabyte? And so I found out. So an exabyte 
is 1,024 times larger than a petabyte. You know the problem with that is? I don't know what a petabyte is. So then I had to find out, so what's a petabyte? There are 1,024 terabytes or 1 million gigabytes in a petabyte. Now, I've heard the word terabyte. Uh, Yeah, I've heard that there are some uh, internet connections that get shipped like three terabytes. I'm like, whoa, it's the fastest in the universe, right? Never, ever. So I want you to get this. There are 1,024 terabytes or 1 million gigabytes in a petabyte. Think about that. Now, you add to that 30 to 60,000 thoughts per day. Dr. Susan Leaf says that that's what we have, the typical human being, 30 to 60,000 thoughts per day. And you will see this information overload. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to go through the concept that no one responds to reality. We respond to our map of reality. In other words, we do not respond to what is going on. We respond to what we believe is happening. And those two things can be quite different. And once we understand the power of our focus, then we can affect actually how we perceive the world. Because remember, no one responds to reality. They respond to their perception of reality. And so when you perceive the world differently, how we respond to issues and opportunities in life also change. And so as always, I'm going to go through how you work, how you work as a machine, how you work as a human being, and then under, help you understand the battlefield that we're in. Not just the battlefield of America, not just the battlefield of the world, but also the battlefield of the mind. Why? So I can help you equip you to become better, to become a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. That's why we say you are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. And we'll be back in a few minutes. stimulus and the response there is a space and in that space is your power your freedom dr victor frankel in this unprecedented time of pandemics and confusion our daily choices matter more and they are more consequential times of challenge and opportunities require another set of eyes a deeper understanding a bigger picture so we can live a life of purpose and passion like it matters mr black is excited to announce the release of his newest book way of the warrior a daily devotional bringing hope and encouragement to be all that you were created to be Each day, Mr. Black shares with you guidance from above that is educational, inspirational, and applicational. Access Mr. Black each day as he continues to help you raise your bar and become all you were created to be. Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional is now available in ebook and hardcover at likeitmatters.net. Regain and retain your power and your freedom. Order Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional and let God be your guide and Mr. Black your life caddy. Order today at likeitmatters.net. Whoa, look at all these options. You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream Freedom 1570. Top shelf choices include Freedom1570.com, our free app, and Radio.com. 
The Basics About Financial Literacy provides confidence in your investing decisions. Knowledge to make better decisions with or without an advisor empowers you to take control of your financial future. With the right skills, you are the best steward of your own money. Learn more today at a free in-center or virtual investing class at Online Trading Academy, 952-814-4410. Again, 952-814-4410 or go to learnwithota.com. Join the Freedom Insider Club in March, and you could win a copy of our Regnery Book of the Month, Why the Green New Deal is Even Worse Than You Think, by Mark Morano. Sign up today at freedom1570.com. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. You know, I don't mean to embarrass you, but I'm a rather brilliant surgeon. Perhaps I could help you with that hump. What hump? You know the day destroys the night, night divides the day. Try to run, try to hide, break on to the other side. Well, this break is Mr. Black, and you are under side. construction on the Like It Matters radio network, and I wanted to let a little bit of the doors play, John. I know I was on. I know I was on. I love the doors. Today, we're talking about focus and perception, and they are so critical. Because the good Lord put the eyes in the front of our face. Why does that matter? Because we move in the direction we are looking, and we look in the direction we are moving. Logic. You got to get that. Uh, we have something in our unconscious brain called the reticular activating system. It is the brain's focal center, and whatever we focus it on, we see more of. I, I kind of equate it to a tuner, to a tuner. Um, you know, your TV technically is a tuner, and actually I like it today because that's what they call them. You don't see a lot of things sold off as a TV set or television. It's a, called a tuner. i got a 35-inch tuner in my living room or a 60-inch tuner in my living room. Why? Because we know now that there are airwaves all around us. And what you do is you take that, uh, that antenna on that tuner, and depending on what frequency you set it to, that's what you see. I need you to get this analogy. And so uh, the example is if, if, you were, uh, if your tuner was focused on ESPN, right, why would you be expecting to watch SpongeBob? Make sense? If your tuner was focused on Telemundo, why would you be expecting to watch Fox News. You got to get this. It's really, really important. 
you know, there's something that's affecting a lot of young people, a lot of older people, and we call it ADD. And by the way, it's a byproduct of the reticular activating system. So if you were to Google ADD or ADHD, uh, at some point you would read about the reticular activating system because it is the brain's focal center. But I want you to think about what ADD stands for. Attention Deficit Disorder. I want you to get what it's saying, right? Remember, today we're talking about focus and perception. Attention deficit disorder. Do you know the power of focus? Do you know what the power of focus? You can walk across burning hot coals without being burned. I've done it hundreds, maybe a thousand times. I've taken thousands, tens of thousands of people across hot burning coals. It's a firewalk. And I teach people how the mind works. And the majority of times that I've walked on fire, I've not burned myself. Uh, I have not felt anything. Notice I said a majority of times. Because the most dangerous time to walk on fire, I learned this, is after one has done it successfully a few times. <laughs> yeah. Because all of a sudden, I start not taking it so serious. All of a sudden, I start thinking it's no big deal. All of a sudden, I start thinking maybe it's just a little bit trickery, a little bit of magic. And all it takes is one step onto 1,800-degree burning coals to realize this is no gimmick. Ouch. This is no game. Yeah. Oh, and I've, got, I've done the ouch thing before. And when you're the leader and you're getting ready to take uh, 400 or three, 30 soldiers across fire, uh, you don't get to say ouch out loud. Oh, in my head, I was saying ouch, 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 ouch. But out loud, they were seeing confidence. Out loud, they were seeing a man taking a stride purposely. Yeah, but inside, that's exactly what I was doing. Ah, exactly perfect. Why? Because it's all about focus. Have you ever heard the story of a woman lifting a child off a car, uh, lifting a car off a child? Yeah, Boy, look how strong that person is. Lift that child right off that car. Lifting a car off of a child? I, I, I mean, it's happened. It has nothing to do with adrenaline or nothing like that. It truly is the power of focus. I mean, I remember uh, years ago, it was Ann Landers or Dear, Lab, Dear Abby, I think they were sisters or something, but I had seen, it was probably 20 years ago, I'd seen an article, and it was one of those two, and it was about this lady who years earlier, an older lady, had lifted a car off a child to save that child's life, and then she disappeared, and this was like 20 years after this, this incident, and this Ann Landers or Dear Abby, whoever she was, she had relocated this person who had basically, after all this fame, disappeared. And I'll never forget, they, the interview was basically the question came down to what happened. You did this great thing. You got all this publicity. You got all this acknowledgement. And then you disappeared. And she said, I was so angry. And, and Dear Abby or, or whatever, whoever it was said, what do you mean you were angry? You saved a child's life. She said, I was so angry because I'm near the end of my life and I did that one act and what that one act did was show me how powerful I was and I realized I'd been living so low below my potential. And and see, that's where focus and perception come in together. I mean, let's be honest. We live in America now where the media wants to control the narrative. They want to control the narrative. And the narrative is the underlying story. And let me tell you why that matters, that someone wants to control the narrative. It's called propaganda. Joseph Goebbels and the Nazis controlled the narrative 
China and the CCP uh, controls the narrative. Russia uh, and Putin control the narrative. Because it's the underlying focus. That's what a narrative is. It's the story. And whatever the story is, that's what we move in that direction. That's what we see. See, that goes back to the reticular activating system. Whatever we set it to, that's what we see. This is the power of focus and perception. And we're hardwired this way. This is at the unconscious level. You got to get this. When, um, when I married my wife, unfortunately, I am not the, the, the husband of one wife. I have been married before. I have uh, children uh, through another relationship. Uh, I should say relationships, unfortunately. Uh, and so when I met Val, uh, she's a substantially younger than me, and uh, uh, we were gonna, you know, we weren't planning on having kids. I'd already had three kids, and uh, they were great kids. I did a great job on raising them. Uh, but Val wound up being pregnant. She was never planning on having children. She never wanted to bring, who would bring a child into this twisted world? That was her mindset. I get it. I get it more today than I did back then seven, eight years ago. And so what was amazing when Val was pregnant, she was stunned by how many people were pregnant at the same time. She couldn't believe. She was, I can't believe so many people are pregnant at the same time or she'd see little babies. And I chuckled because at the end of World War II, when all the men came back from war, nine months later, a year later, there was a huge influx of pregnant people. Huge influx of babies. What do we call those? Do we call those, I think, the baby boomer generation, right? Post-World War II generation. Because men were gone, and then men came home. And then a lot of uh, begatting took place, right? You know begatting, right? (laughs) That's what that means, begat. Joe begat Lisa, and Lisa begat, right? That's what that means. So I had to chuckle because there were not more pregnant people. There were not more babies. What had happened was now Val's reticular activating system, her unconscious focal system, was focused on children, on babies, on women with child, which is what she was. And so they were always there. But because her focus was on not having kids, not becoming pregnant, not bringing a child in this world, her her perceptive filters were altered. And even though those things were right in front of her, she didn't see. Remember, we only use 3 to 5% of our brain consciously. You know, when I, um, uh, I used to live in Reno, uh, and actually in Fernley as well, which is a bedroom community outside of Reno. And uh, one day I figured I needed a brand new uh, Explorer. I was going to get Explorer. And uh, Gary at Jones West Ford, I think it's probably there in Reno, Jones West Ford, they were clients of mine. I said, hey, Gary, I need Explorer. He goes, I'm, I, my vehicle's bad. I need a new Ford Explorer. He goes, black. Oh, no. No, 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 no. You want an expedition. I'm like, expedition? What's that? I've never seen an expedition. He goes, oh, yeah. Oh, you've seen them all over. They're all over Reno. I go, dude, I've never seen an expedition. He goes, yeah, you have. They're, they're bigger like a Suburban. I go, dude, I don't want a boat. I don't want a boat. I don't want a Suburban. He goes, no, 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 black. It's not as big as a Suburban. It's smaller. But it's bigger than the Explorer, kind of like a Suburban. And he goes, I'm telling you, Black, you want the Expedition. Listen, come by the dealership, pick out the one you want, take it home for the weekend. If it's not what you want, bring it back. I'll give you your Explorer. And the old puppy dog clothes, right? And you know what happened, don't you? That Expedition, I drove it in the ground. I fell in love with my Expedition. And guess what I saw all over Reno, everywhere I turned? Over the next couple of months, 
Right. Expeditions. Even the green Eddie Bauer ones like I had. See, they were always there, like Gary said. Well, not always, maybe the last couple of years. But because my focus wasn't on big trucks, my perception didn't pick them up. See, focus and perception are tied together. My little boy, Benaya, loves cars. Oh, my gosh. He has thousands of Mattel cars. He plays all kinds of car games on iPad. He'll, he'll go up through the park lot and pick out cars. He'll be driving down the street, and he'll hear something, and his eyes flip around to the outside, and he'll tell me, that's a GT Mustang 3.5 X200. I'm like, whoa. Impressive. Yeah, his focus on cars. He loves car games, loves racing games, loves up- upgrading all his stuff. He has a 1,000 little bitty cars at 94 cents a piece, right? And so because his focus is on playing with cars and upgrading in these games he has, boy, his perception is everywhere he goes where he sees cars, he wants to pay attention to them. But for me, I could go through parking lot and not tell you a single car in that parking lot. Now, I'm a lot smarter than my son. I have a lot more power of focus. But when he controls his focus on vehicles then his perception is altered. When my focus on getting the grocery shop done or getting home so I could rest, I don't pick up those cars. I pick up the annoyance of my son not moving quick enough. You got my point? So today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about focus and perception, how they work together, and their power. We'll be back in a few minutes. can you do in 48 hours that changes your life like it matters leadership awakening listen to this 22-year law enforcement veteran with ptsd compare leadership awakening to other training he's received you focus on the individual i think you kind of answered the why question whereas a lot of the other programs that are out there i don't want to say they put a band-aid on it but they don't do a very good job of going into the why and, you know, why am I doing this? Why is my brain uh, revert back to the images? You know, why do I get depressed? And like you said, right, it's a choice. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. At Salem Media Group, we are looking for sales professionals with a rare blend of talent and skill to be a part of our community. First, you know beyond any doubt that sales is your thing. And while your current situation may not embody this ideal, you are still committed to the consultative process, a sales method that incorporates creativity and partnership deeply rooted in a matchmaker philosophy. Second, you truly are a fanatic about prospecting. You love the hunt. You think about new business all the time and always have your antennas up for leads that make sense. And third, you are what we at Salem Media Group call an appointment procurement professional. That's right. You're skilled and adept at gaining a face-to-face audience with key decision makers to investigate win-win opportunities. If this threefold identity describes you, call me, Nick Anderson, General Manager at 651-289-4408 or visit us at am1280thepatriot.com. 
This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. hands were steady, my eyes were clear and bright, my walk had purpose, my steps were quick and light, and I held firm to what I felt was right, like a rock. <laughs> Amen. I am Mr. Black, and you are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. And today we're talking about focus and perception, like a rock. You know, you got to figure, boy, a rock has a pretty simple life, right? <laughs> it sits there until it needs to be used. And then when it's used, it gets thrown into the fire, right? It gets thrown across the room. It gets thrown wherever it is. It gets used to smash things. And, you know, it's interesting that I never thought about that, but it's a very singular focus of a rock. It has a few different options. But, you know, it knows what it's there for. And, you know, I've realized that one of the greatest weapons formed against us is confusion. I really think that the enemy's number one weapon formed against us is confusion. And think about how we get confused through all the stimuli, right? Right? Autism. If you think about autism, it's, there's so many bits of information coming into us uh, constant. Matter of fact, I saw this article the human brain is loaded daily with 34 gigabytes of information. Now, that's pretty intense if you think about it. 34 gigabytes. So the delusion, this is uh, an article I found. I'm not sure where I got it from. I should get better at that. But I got off the Internet. Uh, the human brain is loaded daily with 34 gigabytes of information. The deluge of information in modern times by the media and other information sources has led to daily bombings. Do you hear that? Daily bombings of the average human brain with such a large volume of information which could overload even a powerful computer, according to new U.S. scientific research. Think about that. 34 gigabytes. The study conducted by researchers at the University of California, San Diego, under Roger Bond, according to the British Times of London and Telegraph, believes that people are every day inundated with the equivalent of 34 gigabytes of information, a sufficient quantity to overload a laptop within a week. Brand new laptop, seven days, it shut down. This study, by the way, is conducted 2018-2019, and he goes on to say, through mobile phones, online entertainment services, the internet, electronic mail, television, radio, newspapers, books, social media, etc., people receive every day about 105,000 words, or 23 words per second in half a day, 12 hours, during awake hours. Did you hear that? 
105,000 words or 23 words per second in half a day. Remember, your mind is six times faster than you can talk. You got to get this. And so your mind is six blocks down the road when you engage your mouth. I, I just think about that. And then now you got what's coming in data. Remember, how do we get things into our experience? We have five portals of entry. We see things, we hear things, we experience things either tactilely and or emotionally, and we smell things and we taste things. Now again, add that to thirty to sixty thousand thoughts per day. And what is thought? What is a thought? You, remember, I, I approach this logically. Thinking is nothing more than talking to yourself. So you have all these conversations going on, 30 to 60,000 thoughts, conversations. You have 34 gigabytes of information in that 12 hours that you're awake, 23 words per second, 105,000 words for half the day, 12 hours. And you don't think we're confused. Oh, yeah, we are. Why does that matter? Because, again, I'm going to say this. The enemy's number one weapon formed against us is confusion. And leaders, I believe our role is to keep a simple soldier. It's an acronym. I always joke with people that a good leader is a good kisser. K-I-S-S. It's an acronym. Keep it simple. Soldier. K-I-S-S. Keep it simple. Scott. Keep it short and simple. My dad used to say, keep it simple. How do I say this on the radio? Uh, Fecal cranium. I can do that, right, John? Fecal cranium is allowed by the Broadcasting Associate, right? Yeah, we can say that. But please don't say the translation out loud because someone's going to get a big fine. You got to keep it simple. Our job is not to solve everybody's problems. Our job is to remove confusion. And the sad part is we have a world, a world system that's wanting to confuse us. You got to get this. That's what's going on. They're wanting to confuse us. I'm telling you right now. Why do I know this? Because Matthew 6, God, our creator, says this, Seek ye first the kingdom of God. And that promise is made that if we seek it first, God's kingdom, God's righteousness, God's way, then all earthly needs will be supplied. But the condition demands that we seek the kingdom first in point of time. That's what you got to get. It's our primary focus. Boy, today at 55 years old, I'm a much different man. I've struggled with pornography for 30 years of my life. I do not today. I'm actually at my office at 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning. I'm on my computer. I'm researching. And guess what, people? I'm not looking at porn. Why does that matter? Because one out of three searches on the Internet are for porn. Matter of fact, if you go to the search, Google did a list of searches. Uh, it was from uh, midnight to 3 a.m., I think was the time frame. The three most Googled words, porn, depression, suicide. Wow. Now, if that doesn't tell you what's going on in America today, in the world today, that when people think nobody's looking, where do they put their focus? They put their focus on pornography. They put their focus on suicide. They put their focus on depression. When it's all quiet and everybody else is going to bed, why does that matter? Because the good Lord put the eyes in the front of our face. And we move in the direction of our focus. And we focus in the direction of our movement. 
as we say that you know people don't really usually screw up the first time out loud. They screw up many times inside their head first. The Bible is pretty clear that the, Jesus said, well, you've heard it said that you should not commit adultery. But I say, remember, he always upped it. He upped the game. He went to the heart. But I say, if you look at a woman with lust in your eyes, you've already committed adultery with your, your heart. And the Bible says where your treasure is, that is where your heart is. And what it's talking about is your focus. This is what you got to get. Whenever God talks about our heart in the Bible, it's not talking about the mushy thing that you feel with. It's not talking about the thing that pumps a lot of blood. It's talking about your primary focus. What do you desire the most? What do you fear the most? What do you crave the most? What, do you, what are your highest expectations? To God, that means where's your primary focus? And he says our primary focus, first and foremost, should be on the kingdom of God. Our primary love, first and foremost, should be on our relationship with Jesus Christ. Our primary purpose should be about God's business. When Jesus was 12 years old and they went to Jerusalem uh, for the, uh, I think, for the Passover, or maybe it was the census taking, but they went, they did what they were supposed to do as good Jews. They went, started, went home a day later. They're looking around like, hey. Where's Jesus? I thought you had Jesus. I thought you had Jesus. And so they go back. And where do they find Jesus? In the temple. And his mother chastises him a little bit. And he said, where do you think I'd be? I'd be in my father's house about my father's business. Like a big duh. And see, when you have that focus in the right place, you're doing the right things. You're moving the right direction. And right now, you got to realize that we are focused. We're, our narrative is being controlled, fear-based focus. And yet, God tells us we, he's not given us a spirit of fear, but a power and of love. And listen to the last part. And this is 2 Timothy 1.7, if you don't know what it is. Ready for this? God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love. And here's the last thing he says. There's a dash, so it really highlights this. Ready for this? Of a sound mind. And Romans 12, 2 says, do not conform to the thinking patterns of this world. It says to transform your thinking, transform your focus. Why? Because we move in the direction of our focus and we focus in the direction of our movement. That's how God made us. And then we have all these things that grab our attention. That's why the narrative is so important. And right now, we have a narrative that wants you to be afraid. Whether you like Joe Biden or not, uh, I tell you right now, his running mate was not Kamala Harris. Yeah, she's going to be the next president in a short period of time because he's done. Uh, He's out of there. We all knew that. But his running mate was fear. Not a joke. His running mate was COVID-19. People wonder why, why would this be a farce? I say it's a farce because they had to do something to get Trump out of office. They couldn't control him. The Democrats couldn't control him. The Republicans couldn't control him. The deep state couldn't control him. He was doing too much damage. They had to get him out of there. And so you got to realize, I see people driving around in their cars with their mask on. They're so afraid. In Texas, they lifted the mask mandate. But I've yet to go into a business outside of two that didn't require me since then to still wear a mask. I'm just telling you, it's been effective. The narrative is that there's this disease killing everybody, which is not true. It's not true at all. There is a virus, yes. And that vaccine that we're being given, it's not a vaccine. Look up the definition of vaccine. It's not what we're getting. We're getting therapy. I'm not getting it, but you guys are. 
This is so important. We've got to get in the driver's seat. We got to focus on the proper frame. We're being told to focus on the past, but yet hope is in the future. God's glory is in the future. We're being told to focus on what we don't want. But I know as a leadership instructor that we got to focus on what we do want. We've got to decide, are we going to focus on fear or freedom? Why? Because our focus dictates our perception. Why can some of us walk around with no mask on and feel good and others see us and they freak out and panic? The only difference is our perception. And where does our perception come from? Our focus. I am Mr. Black. We'll be back in a couple minutes. The sun upon my skin like a rock Hard against the wind like a rock I see myself again like a rock Oh, like a rock We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Cool voiceover. Zany sound effect. Okay, we were going to write a flashy promo about streaming us on Radio.com. But considering how easy it is to do, we'll just keep it simple, too. Listen to Freedom 1570 on the Radio.com app. Want to enroll your child in Christian school this fall for half the cost? TwinCitiesTuitions.com is joined with area private schools to offer half-off tuition for your child's first year. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, you'll see our partnering schools, an interactive map to find one in your area, and frequently asked questions about the program. Now more than ever, it's important for your child to have a biblical worldview. Get details about the half-off Christian tuition program at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Need new windows but don't want to sit through long, high-pressure sales calls? I get it. What if I told you you could get competitive quotes from three contractors after one short meeting with me on any window brand, and it's all free? Visit My Three Quotes online. That's My Three Quotes. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. 
BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Oh yeah, I am Mr. Black, and yeah, it is sunny here in Texas. I'm not sure what the weather's like in Minneapolis, St. Paul, where this radio show emanates from. And wherever you are, I want you to know that no matter what the weather is like outside, that your focus creates an incredible climate inside. And by the way, I'd like to do a shout out. You know, we do a lot of uh, uh, work around the world. I do a lot of work in Africa. Uh, and I have a couple of uh, children's uh, uh, foundations, children's uh, ministries, if you will, that we support. And I just got a text from my good friend in Uganda, uh, Kawuki Mubaraka. Uh, and I'm probably saying his name wrong, but he's become like a, 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 a sibling in the faith and more of a child, like kind of like Paul was to Timothy, a uh, father figure. Uh, and he was just telling me, uh, say, yes, now I call myself Kawaki Black, uh, Kawuki Black. Uh, my name means a blessed Christian man, brother. That's what I know about my name. He said, but now uh, my last name is Black. That's so funny. So, Kawuki, thank you for listening. We have listeners all over the world. And the way you can listen is by live streaming us, like they're doing in Africa right now, live streaming us on freedom1570.com. Uh, we have listeners in Sao Paulo, Brazil. We have listeners in China. I've talked to people in Russia, uh, all over the world, and in the 50 states as well. Remember, this is radio that's inspirational, educational, and applicational. We want to help you maximize the potentials you were created with. And so today we're talking about focus and perception. I'm telling you, there's a reason why the world is wanting to make us confused. There's a reason why we're inundated with so much fear. There's a reason why when you post something, like I posted something on Facebook today about the uh, vaccine from a, tw- a doctor who's done research for 22 years, and guess what they did? They blocked it. They blocked it. Because they want to control the narrative. If you put anything up about a fraudulent election, they block it. If you put up anything that's negative about the vaccination, they block it. Because they're feeding a narrative. you got to get this because they're controlling your focus. And going back to the article I got, it said, quote, According to researchers, the main effect of information overload is that the human attention of focus is continually hampered and interrupted all too often, which does not help in the process of reflection and deeper thinking. See, I'm teaching you here how to critically think. You don't have to agree with me. You don't have to like what I like. You don't have to vote the way I do. That's, we're Americans. We're, free, we're human beings. We have freedom of choice. We can still be friends. But what happens is what they're doing overloads so you're not able to think. So you become a drone. So you just fall in line. So you just take what Daddy Biden says. You just take what uh, Sir Fauci says. And yet Fauci changed his mind with a blow of the wind. Fauci's a liberal icon. Uh, Fauci has an agenda. Fauci was the one that gave money to that lab in in Wuhan. We've known about uh, coronaviruses for a long time. We've been working on a a vaccine since 2002. And not a single vaccine that we ever cared was stable enough for the FDA to prove it. They were too experimental, too troubling. 
But now we're being forced to put stuff in our body and look up, uh, look up hydrogel, look up uh, luciferase, look up uh, modified RNA and see how it can attach and eventually alter your DNA. It can. But yet Facebook will tell you it's all a lie. Can't do that. Can't do that. Can't do that. A comment in the, in, uh, by the American psychiatrist Edward Hollowell said this, never in human history our brains had to work so much information as it does today. Since we now have a generation of people who spend many hours in front of a computer monitor or a cell phone who are so busy in processing the information received from all directions so they lose the ability to think and feel. Listen, and social distancing, we were already social distancing for the last three decades. But now they want to keep you away from each other. You can't go to church. You can't go to Christmas. I mean, step back for a minute. Watch the Matrix again. Wake up. Shake it off. Because you're being played, player. And I'm not being mean. I'm not a conspiracy theory. I'm a logical person. Step back. I'm not taking a vaccine. Whatever it is. By the way, this gentleman... In a more hopeful manner, neuroscientist and professor of psychology at Oxford University, John Stein, stressed that in the Middle Ages, when printing was invented, people were concerned that the human mind would not withstand a lot of information, which, however, was not true at the time. Bono, who did the actual research, explained that the study did not record how much information from these daily 34 gigabytes eventually is absorbed by the brain. On the other hand, he pointed out that what has changed in modern times, listen, is mainly the nature of the information received rather than the quantity. That's interesting. Looking at either a computer screen or talking face-to-face with someone, in fact, our brain can absorb the same amount of information. But think about this. Here's a quote of his. He says, quote, A face-to-face conversation has its own equivalent of bytes of information. Not known. How much? It's not known. Listen, since the brain monitors the expressions of other people, listens to their tones and their voices. See, this is what I talk about when I say only 7% of memory. I mean, 7% of a, a presentation is words. The brain is picking up tonality. It's picking up gestures, pick up physiology. When you say something's not right, it's incongruent. What you're seeing and what you're hearing are not the same as the words that are being spoken. This is the basis of what I teach you. So words are only 7% of communication. And by the way, in scientificamerica.com, one of the scientists, Reber, R-E-B-R, says we have close to 1 billion neurons in our brain, with each neuron forming connections to other neurons and being capable to hold many memories at a time. So he estimates that our brain's memory storage capacity is around 2.5 petabytes. 2.5 petabytes. This is a huge memory capacity that can hold an estimated number of 3 million hours of TV shows. So don't worry about it. Our brain's capacity is big enough to handle all this information. But you got to focus on the right things. So critical. That's why in James, in the first book of James, James chapter 1, Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. See, this is why they want to change your focus. Because when we focus on something, we can do anything. We can lift a car off of a child. We can take rays that are all around us 
energy and create a laser beam. But we got to control our focus. Yes, things are tough. Yes, things are hard. But your focus is up to you. This is why I love the Optimist Creed. In 1912, what a wise man Christian Larson was. Because it's all about focus. Remember, focus is tied to perception. And he says, promise yourself to be so strong that nothing can disturb your peace of mind. Promise yourself to talk health, happiness, and prosperity to every person you meet. Promise yourself to make all your friends feel that there is something in them. Promise yourself to look at the sunny side of everything and make your optimism come true. Promise yourself to think only of the best, to work only for the best, and to expect only the best. Promise yourself to be just as enthusiastic about the success of others as you are about your own success. Promise yourself to forget the mistakes of the past and press on to the greater achievements of the future. Promise yourself to wear a cheerful countenance at all times and give every living creature you meet a smile. Promise yourself to give so much time to the improvement of yourself that you have no time to criticize others. Promise yourself that you will be too large for worry, too noble for anger, too strong for fear, too happy to permit, to permit the presence of trouble. And I'm going to add this. Promise yourself to take control of your focus. Quit being manipulated by the deep state. Quit being manipulated by Facebook and by left-wing media. We have, we have state-run media now. They're now just spitting off what the government wants you to believe. And anything that goes against it will be silenced. It will be confiscated. It will be jailed. Sounds like Russia. Sounds like China. Things are changing. Read the book of Revelation if you haven't read it for a while. That's right. That's what's happening. And so my goal is to give you back your power and your freedom. Remember, between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is our power. It is our freedom. That's why you need to be locked on this radio show for an hour a day so we can help you focus on the right things so that your perception moves you in the right direction so your heart, body, and soul are maximizing the potentials they were created with. That's why you need to spend an hour of power with John, my producer, with Mr. Black, and the Like It Matters radio team. You're under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you when you live your life like it matters. It does. This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. The Congressional Budget Office just released its new debt figures. The national debt this year will top 102% of GDP. This has only happened twice before, both during World War II. This number does not count the $1.9 trillion stimulus bill, nor does it count the money which was borrowed from Social Security, since that's considered intergovernmental debt. Debt levels this high break the intergenerational covenant that we have with our children and grandchildren. FDR borrowed to defeat the Nazis and Imperial Japan, money well spent. Reagan borrowed to defeat the Soviet Union, 
That was also money well spent. These great projects made the world better for future generations. But our political class is not buying victories against international threats. They are buying political victories for incumbents. This is nothing more than fiscal abuse, and our kids will pay the price. It needs to stop now.